so welcome to Cliches uh, with Nick Lachey. Uh, no. Easy jokes. Or Drew Lachey. Yeah, that's the one I'm really focusing on. Yeah. Where is Um So welcome. Glad you're here. My name is Patrick Chappelle. I think I met or know most of you. And we have George Goldman who will be with us, and also Lauren White will be with us. And this is the college class for the fall, but also anyone of any age is welcome to our class. Yeah! <laughs> so we'll, we'll be, uh, we're all, as anything that we do is open to all, so come on in, welcome. You're just in time, just in time. Yeah. Just in time. Okay, um, so as I was mentioning up here, this is our new room, the new college room for now. I think it may be our room for a while. So there will be new paint on the wall, there'll be carpet on the floor soon, uh, we'll maybe even get some couches. We got half of Bible, <laughs> books of the Bible on the yeah. wall right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know the story as to that. This was a kid's room. <laughs> So we'll do we'll do some of that, but so we'll be transforming this room soon, so it'll look a little bit different. Um, before we get into what we're going to talk about, I'm going to mention a couple announcements, a couple of the announcements, and then also uh, list some of our prayer concerns that we have for the church this week. We have a lot of our announcements up here of things up upcoming events, and so if for whatever reason you get. Uh, Board doing the class, and you just want to look at something else, you can just look at this and look at how great Grant's handwriting is. Because Grant did this. Also, that's Grant back there. Raise your hand, Grant. Grant is the college intern, so he knows all the different things that's happening. So, if you have questions, you can talk to Grant. Yeah, Grant! 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 Uh, can someone pull that door to the back door? Someone close that back door. Because I. Uh, Sure, we'll get a little. Now you're gonna get real. We're gonna get real now. <laughs> <laughs> that way we can see what we want to say. Okay, and so okay, a couple things I'll run through. Um, Zao is a new worship thing that we're doing, uh, partnering with uh, some folks from the Well and other folks in Nashville. That is tonight on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. at the Well uh, on Granny White Pike near Lipscomb. So I would encourage you to come to that. We do something on Thursday mornings on the campus of Lipscomb right now called Breakfast Club. It's at 7 a.m. That is really early. Um, and we just get up and we have a time of prayer. We do some spiritual disciplines. It's an awesome time. Last week, it was just Grant and I, so we had a wonderful time in motion. Uh, but it was awesome. And so I encourage you to join us. You know, uh, we, have, uh, we have a place at the table for you there at Breakfast Club. This upcoming Friday, so it's kind of something that we just, it's kind of just happened all of a sudden, but we're doing something that we've never done before, which is doing a concert in the Cove, which the Cove is a space downstairs, kind of in the basement of this building. It's kind of a small little venue space, but we're doing a concert down there this Friday night at 8 p.m. Uh, the bands that are going to be playing are Rainy, which is a Lipscomb band, some of you know them, uh, Nordista Freeze who you have not encountered Nordista Freeze, and it is an encounter. 
Uh, he is an amazing dude, and so you definitely want to come to that. And in Rocky Block, it's gonna and it's free. You gotta just do to show up, and it's gonna be a free concert in the Cove. I want it to be a little bit a little bit crazy down there. It's like a basement, so we can like go. We can get we can get wild down there, people. Um, Friday night in the Cove. First time. If it goes well, we may have other concerts in the Cove, which would be cool. October 6th, we're going to do a Climb Nashville night. Um, that's pretty self-explanatory. On uh, in October, uh, on October as well, we're going to do a uh, thing called Science Mike. I'm we're our ministry is bringing Science Mike to Nashville. And some of you may have heard of the Liturgist, uh, the Liturgist podcast. Some of you may not have heard of the Liturgist podcast. It's a podcast you should check it out. Science Mike has his own podcast too called Science as as Science Mike Live. This is a guy who um, has had an incredible, interesting, fascinating journey in his own life. Like he's got a new book that just came out, um, which is a really, really, really great book. Basically, the gist of Science Mike is that you know he grew up in a pretty uh, conservative, and Brad can help me out with some of the holes I may miss, but a pretty much conservative Baptist background. Um, and then from that, he's always kind of had this. You know, kind of science bent, scientific kind of minded kind of a person, but through some experiences and through some of those uh, uh, relationships, kind of ended up becoming an atheist for a long time, very staunch atheist. And then he had this experience on the beach, like that he cannot explain away, that he cannot reason away, and it is what brought him back to faith. And so he doesn't has not let go of this scientific side of him, but he also is this person who kind of has this really deep and interesting faith uh, background now. And so I encourage you to come because he's going to ask, the, the questions that are going to be asked are going to be fascinating because it's going to be uh, just a variety of people there on, is that in Shannon Theater? And we've already sold like over 100 <coughs> tickets just in the Nashville area. So it's just going to be fascinating on who all is in the room. So if you're interested in that, or if you got friends who are like, in a questioning stage and not and not being able to answer some of these scientific things that they've been wrestling with, Science Mike is really, really good. What's the date on that? That is October. It's the Friday, that first Friday in October. What date is that? So October 7th. Yeah. October 7th. And then we're doing a worship night. Uh, we're going to go to Bethel. Bethel uh, Worship is coming to Nashville on the 17th of October, and they're playing at the Grand Ole Opry, and we've got tickets for that. And then the last thing is College Retreat on uh, October 28th and 29th at Cedars of Lebanon. It's going to be a great time to do camping, we cook out over the fire. It's going to be awesome. So come to that. And then the prayer concerns for the week. Um, Jaylee uh, G. Lee's, Lee's wife of Ed passed away on September 13th. Frank Mayo, grandfather of Jennifer Young, passed away on the 13th. Uh, Bonnie Morris, mother of Michael uh, Gerlach, passed away on September 10th. Then we have some new babies. Uh, Levi James Lister, born September 13th to David and Emily, uh, eight pounds, 12 ounces. And then Ethan Thomas uh, Bagley, proud grandparents of Jim and Debbie, uh, born so uh, let's pray, and then we'll start our time. And God, we're thankful for this day and this gift of life you've given us. Um, we're
we're excited for this new series and class and uh, what um, is going to be discussed in this room, what we'll wrestle with and what we'll uh, discover um, will just be hopefully something that will equip us to be more loving and <coughs> more patient and just devoted followers of you. Because we understand that language and words are important. And what we say and how we say it is important as we interact with um, fellow believers and with folks who are, who are still um, in questioning phases. Uh, we pray for those on our prayer list this morning. Some who are losing parents and grandparents and spouses and friends. We just pray a prayer of peace grace over those situations that we celebrate the new births that are happening on our list as well. And there's so much in this room even this morning. Some of us come um, to this room and this morning uh, full of joy. And we're excited about um, the week ahead and about the rest of this day. And, um, we just have had a really fulfilling, fun weekend. But some of us come with burden. Some of us come with sorrow and pain and hurt. And we just pray that you be with us in all of this, the good and the bad, the beautiful and the, and the messy. Again, uh, we thank you for Jesus and his life and his sacrifice and example. We pray all this in his name. Amen. Okay, so this fall, uh, we're doing a, a series called Cliches. And when we were coming up with this, when Grant and I, and we were, I was thinking about like, <coughs> even George and Lauren, as we were all sitting together, and I was dreaming about like, what would be a really interesting and fascinating, but a, a class that would really uh, take us to some interesting places. And I said that cliches would be a great direction ahead. And what we mean by cliches is the Christian cliches that are often said in our culture, right? We all probably have heard of different Christian cliches that have been said um, in the midst of hardship, in the midst of trying to discern a situation. And sometimes we hear these Christian cliches and they just don't, they just, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Like, why is, why are we still saying this phrase? Do we, have we even like thought about why we say this phrase? And sometimes we are the ones who say the phrases. We're guilty of the ones that deliver these kind of Christian cliches in the midst of a friend or family member's situation, whether it's good or bad, right? And so that's what I said I want us to explore, is to talk about these, but then to also go a little bit deeper and understand, like, is there any theological grounding in this? Like, is this even the, the best way to say whatever we're trying to say? What is it that we're trying to say? What might be a better way to say it? Or we honestly may hear a cliche throughout this fall and say, that actually is, that's good. That is the best kind of response or, or, or phrase to say in that kind of a moment. But I do want to give a disclaimer because we live in a very cynical culture. and All of us in here kind of have some cynicism within us, whether we like it or not. 
And so what I don't want is that we use this as a class where we put bullets, you know, in our bags where where when we hear this phrase said, we like slam someone that says, oh, you're so wrong and this is why, because I've been learning about this and uh, I've got this deep knowledge of this thing. And so that's what we don't want because that ultimately doesn't make us more loving, more gracious, more peaceful people, but instead it helps us to have a, a better conversation, a more robust conversation, a more robust interaction with friends and with family members who use this phrase not because they're trying to be harmful or hurtful, but that's just what they are used to saying. So um, that's kind of where we're at. I, Lauren, George, throw in. And Joe, y'all can come up here if you want to. I got some chairs if you want to send these chairs. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, <laughs> we should probably introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah. Give a little intro. And I'm going to pass around. We got like a little email list. We promise we will at least send some emails. Not many. But uh, put your name in there. That will be an email that you check. But yeah, give us, yeah, I guess let's do that. Maybe intro, intro yourself a little bit, what you do and all that kind of stuff. Hey guys, I'm Lauren White. I uh, am this year, hopefully, finishing up PhD in theology at Vanderbilt. And um, I'm actually doing a little bit of just part-time teaching at Lipscomb as well. So that's fun. I get to work alongside John Mark Hicks for any of you who are Lipscomb students. Um, so I've done some t uh, college teaching, but it was in English. That's my background. And so I, you know, teaching theology is still <coughs> new waters for me, but I really enjoy it. And I especially think it's fun because I believe everybody is a theologian. So everyone who's here has their own theological, their own theologic, I guess you could say. So I like learning from you guys just as much as from the like heady books that I'm reading. And this is actually more fun. But you know, you gotta do the head stuff if you want to actually hang out with people like George Goldman. So <laughs> got high standards. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Setting the bar high. Here. So where are you from? Like. I grew up in Florence, Alabama, Woo! not far from here. I've known this guy a long time. He actually was one of my teachers when I was, what, middle school age? Product, product of my teacher. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens if you sit at his feet. And, um, so I went to Harding and then ACU for grad school and then back to Harding to teach and then Vanderbilt. So I kind of broke out of the, you know, Church of Christ circle a little bit, and now I'm trying to get back into it, I guess we could say. But um, I've really learned a lot in the, the different educational settings I've been in, and I found that there are riches in each of those places. So. My name is George Goldman. I teach at Lipscomb in the Bible department. I'm also the uh, chair of the undergraduate Bible department, so if you ever have any issues with anything Bible-related at Lipscomb, mm -hmm. I'm your guy to come... Uh, hear your complaint and probably solve the issue. I tend to solve all the issues that students bring to me. Developed that skill over the years. Um, I uh, I grew up. I was a preacher's kid, so we moved. He wasn't a very good preacher, so we moved around a lot. <laughs> He's a good good preacher. He just preached the truth, so we moved around a lot. Um, uh, but I I kind of 
went to middle school in Columbus, Ohio, so I got out of the South for a little bit, and I was a big Ohio State Buckeye fan when I lived up there. Then we, my fresh, before my freshman year of high school, we moved to Knoxville, Tennessee. So I went to high school in Knoxville, and then I, I threw over the Buckeyes for the Big Orange. And I'm, I'm maybe regretting that decision some lately. <laughs> but, um, and then I went to Lipscomb undergrad, then I went to Harding Graduate School in Memphis, and then I went to uh, Divinity School in Chicago at Trinity Divinity School. And I've been teaching at Lipscomb 18 years now. This is my wife, Wendy, who's here as a supporter of me, and uh, still kind of college age looking. So, oh, that's not sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's who I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, only, I guess I'll need to do I can do it. Yeah, do your intro. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm originally from Chattanooga, Tennessee, born in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, so, kind of have a little mixture there. Um, went to Lipscomb, studied uh, public relations or communications, been in a lot of extra uh, Bible courses throughout the years there because it kind of changed and went heading towards the ministry direction uh, later on in my uh, college career. And then from there, worked uh, at Lipscomb for a long time as an undergrad admissions recruiter for about eight to nine years, almost a little over eight years and then uh, got into ministry full-time uh, through a really kind of crazy situation, story, that until later, and been here at Otter Creek for about five, I guess, for about five years now, uh, doing college and young adult ministry. Yeah, so yeah, that's a quick sure. So yeah, I mean, I guess if you all want to give any more introduction or your thoughts even kind of First, kind of thoughts towards this <coughs> series well, that we're going to uh, get into. We, we came up with a list of how many cliches oh, that we have, gosh. like maybe <laughs> twenty or thirty. Yeah. But uh, if you if you think of some cliches that might be good for us to discuss, we'd love to add it add to our list. So we'll probably try to do a couple, maybe mm -hmm. yeah. a week. Uh, this, this is our intro. I think we're just going to do one today. We can go till. What, 15 till? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, So should we just get started with one? Or <coughs> say about cliches in general? Um, Shot right on the board? Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some time to discuss amongst yourselves. I think with this cliche that we're talking about this morning, it's pretty clear what, what it's trying to say. And so there's a pause, I think there is a pause, like with most of these, um, there, there is some truth, and but then I think I hope we can come to some things to say. Maybe is this not all the truth? Or um, Flannery O'Connor wrote one time, uh, "That's truth, but it ain't all the truth." Something like that. Some, I got messed that up. Yeah. Anyway, and <laughs> I didn't actually read that quote anyway because I haven't never read Flannery. Have you read Flannery O'Connor? Anybody else? Flannery O'Connor? Nobody? <laughs> the English department. Uh, it's true, but it ain't totally true. I don't know, something like that. Um, okay, so here's the cliche. Christians aren't 
perfect. Can we finish it? Maybe this isn't a cliche. Just forgiven. Raise your hand if you've heard this before. Christians aren't perfect, just forgiven. I've seen it on uh, bumper stickers. I did a little Google image search, but we don't have tech in here, do we? Not yet. We'll have it So uh, <laughs> I saw I saw uh, some of those uh, like uh, vanity license plates with this on it. Uh, so you will see this occasionally on bumper stickers or things like that. Christians aren't perfect, just forgiven. So I'm going to give you about five-ish minutes to uh, discuss with some people around you what you think is maybe some positives about this cliche, and then what do you think maybe some of that ain't so true about that cliche. All right, so uh, go.